0: What's up, friends? Welcome to Peloton. We always work this hard because we are Peloton, and together we go fast. Remember, you are not alone. I'm right there with you. Progress not perfection! You've done the hardest part. This is
1: Peloton. Hey, guys. It's Toonday. Welcome to Fitness Flipped, a Peloton Studios original. Fitness Flipped is the show all about flipping the script on the things you think you know about fitness. However, today's the final episode, and now you do know all the things about fitness. This is the final episode of our premiere season of Fitness Flip. I feel like, where has the time gone? I can't believe we've had nine weeks of conversations. I loved seeing your posts and your tags of you walking with your kids. I've loved running into you at the supermarket and hearing about how each episode has touched you and enriched your day and your life. I'm. It, this is like bittersweet to start this task, to begin a new project, to learn and to grow. To be with you on a weekly, bi-weekly cadence. And now to see it come to a close. Thank you guys so much for allowing us into your homes and your ears and your walks. And for being a part of this journey. We've heard from so many people, y'all. We've heard from psychologists, sociologists. There was an anthropologist, musicians, actors. We had everything from Olympians to Peloton grannies. Shout out to the Peloton grannies. We also had some of my favorite fitness experts, my Peloton family. If you are new to the podcast and you're wondering why the host is on the verge of tears (laughs) and you're just catching up, I promise you the other episodes, they are much more joyful. There was so much light and so many gems throughout this season. Do yourself a favor and give them a listen. You can also give the show a listen on your Peloton app under Peloton Outdoor if you want to log some minutes in while you listen. So this season of Fitness Flipped has really been about accessing tools that allow us to live happier, healthier, and more whole, more full lives. That's really been the goal. And I cannot think of a better way to wrap this season of Fitness Flipped than a conversation that reflects on all of that. With one of the most charismatic, one of the most likable, and one of, I mean, like the silliest faces of Peloton. You guys call her Jess Sims. I will forever call her Jessica Sims because that's what her mother named her. And so I honor that name. Jessica Sims has been with Peloton since 2018. She is known for being one of the most challenging instructors on the tread, on the strength floor, and within bike boot camp. She is a born teacher at heart. She's a born leader at heart. She's got that work hard, play even harder type attitude. And I can say this firsthand as being one of Jessica's closest friends that Although she is a wildly challenging instructor and motivator, she is also the friend that you call on when you need to conquer challenging moments in your life. I am so thrilled to have her on the podcast today. Welcome, Jess. Tunde, you're going to make me cry. Thank you for that intro. Okay, Jess, it's the final episode of the podcast. It's been a wild season. Nine weeks I feel like I'm coming out of this a better person. I've been so touched and so moved by not only our celebrity guests, entertainers, psychologists, sociologists, but our members. This Mm. has been such a learning moment for me. I know that you listen to the podcast. What have been some standout
0: moments for you this season? Well, first of all, it's been a pleasure just listening to your voice. I know I can always pick up the phone and call you and I see you in the studio, but it's also just really nice to see you just owning your light and doing what you do best. And so thank you for hosting all of this. Thank you, girl. So it's so funny that you bring up members. I mean, I really loved what Michael Smith was talking about with building habits. He said something that really resonated with me about You don't need to do everything today, chip away. I just loved that because we get so caught up in these big goals, right? Like we put them on a pedestal, but there's so much more to be said and so much more to be proud of, honestly, when you change habits. To me, I've just been really reflecting in the past year of how much more joyful and how much more prideful I get when I think back to all the the habits that I've changed of myself, Mm. you know, the negative self-talk, the comparison, all of those things that I've been doing that have gotten in the way of the goals that I've been setting I'm so proud of tackling those mini habits and chipping away. So when Michael Smith said that, I was like, wow, you're you're speaking to me. So that was definitely a really memorable moment. I was equally blown away by one Sterling, but also when he flipped the switch on you and asked you a question about your authenticity, I could see this like internal conflict of what you said to Sterling was, you said that you were not living your true authentic self because you were trying to be what you th- thought other people wanted you to be. And then you realized you had right. this, gorgeous moment, Tunde, where you just said, I'm going to be me. And the people who Mm. love me are going to love me. The people who need me are going to need me. And I'm going to free myself. Mm. And so that moment when you talked about that with Sterling, you said, I can be my real self. And that equals freedom. That is such a huge moment for me because once we release ourselves from the comparison to the expectations that we think are put on ourselves, that we actually are putting on ourselves without anything else, that is the true power.
1: Thanks, girl. So today we're talking about staying happy, healthy, and whole. What does it mean to you to be healthy, Jess?
0: Oh, that is a loaded question. Um, Can I tell you that it looks different every single day, girl? Girl, talk about it. (laughs) One day might be doing the Saturday 60 and going to get a nice old salad after. All right. So I'm eating healthy and Mm. I'm moving my body. The next day, if I didn't sleep well, being healthy is just drinking enough water. Mm. Being healthy is going to see my life coach. Mm. Being healthy, it's, it's the little things that, add up to make a big difference. So they're not Mm. always these huge monstrous things. Um, I actually am much more of a fan of those smaller little things.
1: Hmm. I love that. When you think about what it is to be healthy, how has that changed or evolved for you over the years from just as Jess in sports, to Jess as a teacher and a leader, to now Jess
0: as a fitness coach and a leader, all of it wrapped up in one. I mean, that is a fantastic question and it has evolved I graduated college in 2010 in May. And two weeks later, I went down to Houston, Texas. I was essentially doing a teacher boot camp and got my master's degree and taught fifth grade and third grade for two years. So when I tell you, it completely flipped my world upside down. I didn't have a gym membership. I had no idea where the gym was. I, I, I was just teaching full time. Hmm. I ran twice in six months. I was struggling. My mind was struggling. I'll never forget. I called my mom sometime like in October, which is a really tough month for teachers. Uh, Shout out to all the teachers out there. And I called my mom and I was just like stressed out. And she said, have you moved your body today? Hmm. And my sister-in-law now, she was not my sister-in-law yet, but my sister-in-law sent me a book, um, Wherever You Go, There You Are. And that was my introduction to meditation. And so that's when I started to close my eyes, take some big inhales in long exhales out. And I started to notice that my breath was becoming more shallow. And so I would do those meditations on days where I couldn't get my butt to the gym. And then everything seemed to, you know, get better. I joined a YMCA in the spring. And so that was, and can I tell you, this is going to, this is going to be something that I don't think I've ever even told you even off this is when I talked to my dad, cause I talked to both my parents a ton, like after school every day, I'm like, is this what being an adult is? <laughs> so I didn't sign up for this, but my dad said to me when I called him, I said, I am so stressed out. I can't be a teacher anymore. This is so hard. This, is... And he said, Jess, in the most lovingly beautiful voice, Jess, it's not the teaching. Yes, it is, dad. I need to, I need to get another job. I need to go back to school and figure, Jess, it's not the profession. It's you. And I was like, what? I'm like, what do you and mean? And what did he mean by that? And he literally said, it doesn't matter what job you have. This is who you are. You want to do really well. You want to be of service to others. You want to teach. You want to help. You want to learn. You want to do all of these things. And that's a beautiful thing. But you have to learn how to manage yourself better because you're going to burn out. doesn't matter what field you're in. You're going to burn out if you don't start to take care of yourself better. That's when I realized, okay, I had to make this shift of working out does not have to be for 60 minutes. It does not have to be twice a day. It doesn't even have to be 30 minutes. So the best thing that I did is I moved to an apartment that had a very small basic gym in the basement. And I would go down there day for 15 minutes every morning. I would set my alarm mm. for five o'clock. It would, the, no birds are out there chirping, pitch black. And I would go downstairs and I would move for 15 minutes. And those 15 minutes changed everything. So I would say that that huge thing, that evolution for me for fitness was that you don't need a lot. You don't need that big action, that big, long class every day to feel healthy and to feel good. Hmm.
1: And shout out to you for the 5 a.m. I've always admired the people that wake up at the same time as the birds. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my 2023 goal. I'll put that Oh, there bless now. you. <laughs> you know, I, I'm thinking about your joy because you do have energy and joy. I'm thinking about how the work that you did as an educator, a teacher, a role model informs the work that you do now. How did you focus on making happy a state of well-being for the children that you were working with?
0: First and foremost, what blew my mind is Sean Acor. I'm I'm a huge fan. And he said, happiness is the joy you feel when you're working towards your potential. And that Mm. hit me so hard. And I listened to that uh, TED Talk back in 2010. Um, Every morning, it was like called The Secret of Happiness. Uh, Every morning before my kids would come into the classroom because it just helped ground me um, and helped be that mantra and that reminder that joy doesn't have to be a pizza party. Joy doesn't have to be... Extra recess, as joyful as those things can be. (laughs) Those things sound great. I know, I know. I'm happy just thinking about it. But I can foster an environment of joy when I give kids purposeful work that requires their critical thinking skills to develop, that will help them not just, you know, on those word problems for math or, you know, reading comprehension skills for a state test. Sure, I want that to happen too, but I care so much beyond that. And... If I can cultivate an environment of joy while and and help them understand that it's joyful, like, wow, oh, my gosh, we just spent two hours on this word problem and we solved it. That's powerful because they're not going to give up when something is challenging in the future. Mm -hmm. And so for me, the lesson that I took from that, and I actually have a tattoo of it on my bicep that says live happily ever now. I love that reminder.
1: I'm so happy that I get to do this with you, life with you. Thank you so much for enriching the lives of so many. You know, to wrap this season with an episode about being happy, feeling healthy, and to have you as the final guest is just simply so fitting. So fitting, sis. Thank you so much for being here today.
0: I love you so much, Tunde. Thank you for having me. Love you too, girl.
1: It has been such an honor, such a gift to be here with you this season, to learn from you, to grow alongside you. Thank you for joining us on Fitness Flipped. And I hope that this season was just that for you, flipping the script on the way that you define what it is to be fit, to be healthy, and to be whole. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the questions. It's been good, y'all. Do not forget, we can always stay connected. Find me at Tune To Tune Day and at One Peloton hashtag Fitness Flipped. Yo, it's a great day. Go out and be great, y'all. Fitness Lift is a production of Peloton Studios. It is produced by Amy S. Choi and Rebecca Lehrer of the Mashup Americans. Our senior producer is Sarah Pellegrini. Our development producer is Alana Levinson. And our production manager is Shelby Sandlin. Fitness Lift is sound designed by Pedro Rafael Rosado. Original music composed by Jen Kwok and Jody Shelton. Special thanks to Jen Cotter, Janie Herbert, Laura Petro, Amanda Hill, Danielle Mills, Tony Calandra, DJ John Michael, and Alexis Duncan.